Welcome to the Fit in 42 Life Podcast. Fitness, lifestyle, community, and getting better every day. Welcome back to the Fit in 42 Life Podcast. Today, we are really excited to have another episode of Meet Our Team. And I am joined by a legend of Fit in 42 Palm Desert. Jen Agnew. Jen, welcome. Hey, thank you, Jerry. <laughs> what an introduction. Get a little closer, Jen. Get Sorry. a little closer. I'm all up in it now. <laughs> what, 10 seconds for your, your dirty... Never mind. Okay, so... All right, so... Jen, this is your first podcast ever. Very first podcast ever. Oh I'm used God. to TikToks, videos, all that stuff. You yes. are very known for your social media uh, mind. You have very skilled videos and... Well, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> it means a lot coming from you. Oh, see? Do you see <laughs> how gifted she is? She knows the right things to say. So thanks for coming, Jen. The idea of these Meet Our Team episodes is we have so many amazing people that work for the company. And most people just know them on the surface, really. Most of our team, uh, most of our, our members and our like, teammates, like Jen, is, she's got an amazing story and it needs to be heard by all the members. And so I thought, I said, we got to bring Jen down to do this. So Jen, I'm going to open up. Jen, what, tell us a little bit about where, where did you, where were you born? Where'd you grow up? Um, well, actually, I was born in Whittier. Back in 1983. Oldie. Okay, well, let's, let's be careful there, Jerry. <laughs> um, and actually, uh, I grew up in a little town up north in between Los Angeles and Bakersfield called Pine Mountain Club. And uh, we moved up there in 1989, 88, sorry, 88. Pine Mountain Club. Sounds like a, like a commune or something. Was that <laughs> a club? <laughs> was it really small? PMC, very small. Yeah. So it's up off the Grapevine, um, off the 5 Freeway. And uh, if you guys are familiar with the Fort Tejon, El Tejon area, that's, uh, that's about 30 miles back in the mountains there. So that's where I grew up. <laughs> I'm a little mountain girl. Mountain folk. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So how long did you live there for? Uh, let's see. I lived there until my freshman year. My parents divorced. Yeah. So my dad moved out and uh, then we eventually had to, had to get out of there. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> so let's just go right into it because I think your story, Jen, is... There's a very, if you guys, we had the, David on last week and David had a very challenging upbringing where he wasn't easy for him. He lived with his mom and he had no clothes. He had a box of his items that he had. And like, that was it. Like he, he lived in a studio apart, like a very non-privileged life. And then if you know Ryan's story, Ryan living in the shelter from the storm with his mom and I believe his brother. And so Ryan obviously not privileged and come like had to you know really struggle growing up uh, mine a little different but kind of the same it was not an easy upbringing and then i know your upbringing was not easy in any regards too so can you take us through uh, like i know you were you living in, was it in vegas for a while you lived yeah in vegas? so what happened was after my dad left uh, my mom was a single mom mm -hmm. she had an alcohol issue and she was dating 
different guys and yeah. at the bars and stuff like that. And she did meet a few, but there was one in particular that uh, wasn't such a nice guy and just uh, put her through the ringer. You know, he was uh, physically abusive to her, uh, mm-hmm. mentally and was stealing money from her, all her child support checks. And oh, wow. we eventually, the house that we grew up in was foreclosed on us. So he would go to the truck stops and, and polish tires and, and wheels or whatever to, to make money. And I think he had like a good gig or something out in Vegas or said that it's going to be a great place because that's where the truckers go. So we ended up uh, going out there and living on a campsite at Lake Mead, which is right outside of Vegas in Henderson. Okay. So we were out there, and then we eventually couldn't even afford the campsite. So we... Now, were you living in a, a camper or a tent? No, a or, tent. Oh, yeah, a tent. we had a tent. Yeah. Like, how long do you think you were doing that for? Ooh, a couple, probably a couple months. Yeah, was a couple it the, months. Was it the summer, the winter? Do you... I think it was summertime. It's probably okay. summertime, yeah. Still, that, that sucks. Hot. Okay. Yeah, it was yeah. hot. Yeah. Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, so we were doing that for and a while. And how old were you by this time? I was 13. Okay. Yeah, 13. Then uh, eventually, yeah, we couldn't afford the campsite and we were on the streets of Vegas. I uh, remember just Fremont Street, actually. There were some benches down there and that was our that was our bed for a while. And my brother and I would have to, you know, beg for money and, and we'd share a hot dog. And, you know, I mean, alcohol, again, was a huge play for my mom and her boyfriend. So they you know, yeah. needed to uh, get their fix as well. And there was a point where they were arrested for being drunk in public, and my brother and I were taken and put into a shelter, and uh-huh. they let her go, so she came and bailed us out, and then her boyfriend at the time had some criminal history, so they kept him in there, and then, yeah, between like the bail bonds and all that, eventually he was out, so um, what happened then? We ended up hitchhiking back towards Pine Mountain and living in like a Fraser you, Park area. You and your mom and your brother? And Johnny, which was his name, yeah. So oh, her boyfriend, oh. yeah. So she waited for him to come out. Uh, how, how long were you homeless for? I mean, homeless, homeless. I mean, in Vegas, probably a few months, but we went back towards, you know, where we grew up. So a few months, you had no structure to live in. You were just outside. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's cr- at 13 years old. At 13, yes. And your brother's how old? Uh, he was just about three years younger than me. Really? So, yeah, ten. he's 10. Yeah. So, this taught you, like, obviously how to be resourceful and how to appreciate things. Absolutely. 100%. Like, that's, that's just, it's just crazy to think, like, like a 13-year-old little girl going through this shit. Like, it's just wild. But, like... I couldn't imagine what you're like, I, it was just what you had to deal with. But, but then I look at you now and I'm like, it's, it's just wild. As a parent, I see like, it's, obviously you would never want to relive that because that was a freaking crazy time in your life. But look at you now, like if we changed that, would you be you today? Like that's like the wildest thing. It's like, ah, like you can't do that. But it's just, it's like as a parent, I go through that. I'm like, I don't want my daughter to go through anything like I went through. But I'm like, I also don't want it to be super easy where she doesn't learn how to be like how to be gritty and how to just like not like she has to get her heart broken a little bit but oh I don't want to let it happen you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying right yeah no absolutely you know I feel like I took from it a little bit different than my brother my brother had a really hard time even as an adult mm-hmm. uh just coping with it and, and trying to move forward from it I think he held on to a lot of anger towards my dad as well yeah. for letting us Hell you know yeah. go through that me I'm like well we could either dwell on it and just keep reliving the past or 
like where are we going from here? It's either we're going to go forward or, you know, just keep reliving it. So it's, uh, do you remember what you were thinking about at 13? Like, like, was it, was it like, was it just what it is? Were you really sad or were you like, what, like, what was that like? I mean, yeah, I was sad. Um, and you know, I was in high school too. So that's like a prime time for, especially a teenage so girl you're going to school at this point. Here and there, yeah. yeah we were here yeah. and there, you know, and I was with all the all my friends that I grew up with in my freshman year, so it was like winter formal and stuff like that. So after we moved back towards... Okay, so now you're back in... Now we're back in Pine Mountain Pine Club. Mountain Club. Okay. Yeah, Fraser Park area. Yeah. And uh, there's a little flying J right off the freeway right there, and they went back to polishing tires, and we were living in a hotel room there for a little bit, and then there were some other motels that we'd stay in, and eventually we saved up and got a travel trailer. It was like a 32-foot oh. travel Ooh. trailer. Woohoo! <laughs> so that was our roof over our head for a while, but uh, it was tight squeeze for four of us. Yeah. But I remember, like, just uh, I had a date for, I think it was our winter formal or something. And uh, I had to walk down, like, three houses for uh, him to pick me up because I was so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what was his name? Uh, what was his name? Ah. What was yeah. his name? Dang it. I don't remember his name. Uh, well, who cares? Mike? Maybe it was a Mike. I yeah. don't remember. Well, it's funny. Shanice, my wife, she grew up in the Cove, and when there was dirt streets, and, and her house was was not the nicest one on the block. So she would have people drop her off like three houses down. And so cause she didn't want anyone to see it's her a house. Thing, yeah. yeah. So I totally get that. I totally get that. So, okay. So eventually, oh yeah, that's right. I know I'm just remembering a few things. So eventually you make it down this way. So how did, what, like we could fast forward a little bit, but how did you make it down to the desert? Actually, um, so, you know, my mom was still dating this guy. He was abusive. We'll fast forward. Uh, we ended up leaving him and my, my auntie Kimmy came to our rescue and went out there, picked us up and moved us to Rancho Cucamonga. And we lived with her for a while until my mom got on her feet and, you know, got a job. And then eventually once she got that, we moved to Upland for a couple years. And my auntie Kimmy was uh, super into bikers. <laughs> and <laughs> so are you. <laughs> So Auntie Kimmy had uh, her boyfriend and he had his best friend who was named Russell and they hooked my mom up with Russell. And so my mom would travel out to Palm Springs from Upland uh, on the weekends, which is really cool when you're in high school and 15 because you got the house to yourself, you had parties, you know, so we were living the life. Yeah. And uh, eventually we uh, ended up moving out here in 2000 and my mom married him. And that's how I'm, that's how I ended up in the desert 23 years ago. All right. So. And uh, 23 years, so you're, so what, you you moved out here when you are 16? Yeah, yes. 16. Um, so did you end up going to high school? Uh, so out here, so I ended up going to Palm Springs for summer school, and then I ended up going to the continuation school out in Cat City. Mm -hmm. So that's where I ended up, and then I dropped out and got my GED. All right. <laughs> um, there's, a, there's a theme here. If anyone listened to last week's episode... David got his GED too. So. Look at us now. Don't go to school, kid. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So then after that though, you somehow made it into the, the police academy, right? Didn't you do that? Yeah, I did actually. Um, I don't know what I was thinking, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I think uh, I had like a deep love for police officers and stuff. I mean, obviously they came to our rescue a lot as a kid. Uh, well, not as a kid, but like during that time yeah. of my life. And yeah, I joined the police academy and, you know, I graduated. I wanted to uh, be on the canine unit and I was going to go up north to Eureka and finish up my training up there, but they postponed it for a while. So um, I think I just kind of lost the wind beneath my wings, but I actually went back to the academy down here and, and helped 
train the recruits and stuff like that, which I found my passion in personal training doing that. It was just a really rewarding job just to go down there and, and, and help these guys, you know, train for their testing and stuff like that. So that's kind of where I found my love for my passion for fitness. So, so you, um, you graduated? So you were all like... I was a reserve for the sheriff's department down here, okay. yes. What does is, what is a reserve mean? You're like traffic control and stuff like that. You can't carry a gun. You can't arrest. It's almost like a, like a, a like crime a, watch? Pretty almost? much, yeah. Okay. Right. Could you have... What was the next step for you to join the police force? What would that have been? Uh, well, I would have had to get, had been hired on. So one of the departments... I was actually in the process with Indio PD. Oh, okay. Went through all the testing with them, and uh, they were actually going to hire me, um, but I was adamant about being on the sheriff's department. I want to be the canine unit. Oh. Uh, I think CHP wanted me, but I was like, no, nope, I don't want to be CHP. I was just gung-ho about that sheriff's department. <laughs> that's, that's cool. That's cool. I, I didn't know that. So then, how did you... So back in the day, you've been with us off and on for what, seven years? Seven years, yep. You started at Next Level Fitness. How, what was that story? How did that even start? I don't even remember how you ended up there. Actually, Derek and Casey found me at EOS oh, working nice. out. <laughs> I think it was on the ab machine. Nice. Oh, I can picture it now. Oh. And uh, I think, uh, yeah, Derek, he uh, came up to me and asked if I'd be interested in, in working for Next Level Fitness. And I went in for the interview and I was actually doing some home training at the time. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I did that for about two and a half years, and uh, that's a whole other story. But <laughs> I was looking to get out of the in-home training just uh, to be around other trainers and yeah. be in a in a better atmosphere with you know better energy and stuff like that. So um, yeah, so Derek ended up hiring me on and uh, did my internship there for six weeks, and then you guys stole me over to Palm Desert. Oh, what a <laughs> thanks, Derek. Thanks, thanks, Casey. Thanks, Derek. That's awesome. Well, here we are. And then you worked for us for a while, and then you got your real estate license. You've been doing that for five years now? Five years, yes. Five years. So you sell real estate, and you find real estate for people to buy. You're amazing. Now, see, what, why you're so successful at that, From an, I'm just going to tell you from outside looking in, is you're fun, you're relatable, you're someone someone will want to hang out with, like, like your social media, like, oh my God, she's fun, but you're also professional at the same time. So you're not just goofy and like, oh, that's cute. Like you're goofy and fun, but you also have a serious side where you like you're professional and you're going to not, you, you know what you're doing. So I think you, you, you have a really good map balance and mix of, of your, your uh, personality for that job. Well, cool. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> then this is great. So we were going through some changes in Palm Desert and I was talking with Ryan and we were looking for a new general manager for Palm Desert and Jen stopped working for us and she was doing real estate full time and she's, you know, we always loved Jen. We always just, she was the one that got away. And so we just... <laughs> That's what they all say. Yeah. <laughs> so, Probably a lot of you out there listening to this, they'll say the same thing. <laughs> See, you should, be our, you should be our third host on the show. So then I'm like, Ryan, who should we, who should we, you know, we can't find anyone. What do you think? He's like, Ryan's like, what about Jen? I was like, oh my God. And like, cause immediately I didn't even think about Jen and it's a perfect mixture with Jen, with Jen's two careers. Cause she does real estate, but she also manages the studio. It, they, it can work together. And our members need to sell and buy houses. And they're like, hey, Jen, there you are. So it's perfect. She like wins at all angles. She's right? just winning. One stop shop. <laughs> so, exactly. So I was like, oh my God, Ryan. It was almost when Ryan said that, I was mad at myself because I was like, why didn't I think of that? And Ryan was like, got to do it, man. And I was like, oh. And then I knew, I was like, 
I reached out to Jen immediately and I told Ryan, I, I, I said, Ryan, I got a meeting. I go, if I get the meeting, I'm going to close this. And he's like, <laughs> oh, good luck, man. And so then I went out there, I painted the, sold the dream and Jen's like, all right, let's do it. And I was like, are you serious? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, it was like, is that easy? She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh my God. So fast forward, that was in December. December, I think. yep. And here we are, we're now in pushing the late, late parts of April and you along with your partner, Natalie, have completely changed the game for Fit in 42 Palm Desert. And I'm just going to talk about you for a second, then you could kind of let me know what's going on in your brain. But what our studio is missing is just 42 needs to be, it needs to be like Disneyland. It needs to be Disneyland for, just you go in, like life's hard, life's stressful, everything out there. But when you go into your gym, it should be so much fun so much laughter, so much good vibes, just smiles, high fives, jokes, but we're going to work hard, but at the, but you're going to leave there with a big smile on your face. Go, hell yeah, those are my people. Well, we were struggling to find that for a while. And when Ryan said Jen immediately, I said, when he just gave the idea of trying to get Jen to be the general manager, I said, oh, yes, because Jen, who she is, is and, and if you know her, if you've been uh, lucky to be around her, she shows up every day the same. A smile on her face, a good attitude, bubbly personality. And it's, it's, I've known Jen for seven plus years. She's never been different. And that's what our members need to see every time they step in the studio. It should be Groundhog's Day every day because like there's three places we say people go in life. They go home, they go to work, and we're hoping they come to our gym. And if their gym is the most fun and the most positivity and the most love that they feel, well, hopefully home too. But if it's all those stuff and like, then we're doing, then we're, we're showing up for our members. And when Jen stepped in there, it was go time. And so Jennifer, take us through like what, what you're like, now you're general manager, you're doing it. And it's going exactly how I thought it was with putting the right people in. And, and one thing I'm going to tell you business owners and Anyone, there's a great quote I heard and I, I've seen, I'm seeing it in action right now. Your business is only one or two hires away from completely changing, like for the good or for the good. And so like bringing Jen and Natalie on completely changed the landscape and it brought us, it brought a, a different vibe. So Jennifer, how did you do that? Um, I don't, like you said, I mean, I just, uh, I'm just a fun, bubbly person. <laughs> I don't know. I went in there a little, you know, obviously just kind of learn the ropes. I've always been the coach in there. So I'm always just going in there, setting up for class, having a good time. So just kind of learning the other aspect of it in a business sense. Uh, I was a little nervous, you know, but, um, getting in there and learning everything and I'm just like, all right, we got this, you know, it's no different than real estate running that business. But yeah, it's just like you said, you know, you just have to be, it just, that should be, I want to be everybody's favorite part of their day. You know, I want people to walk in there if they're having a hard time outside of the studio. I want them to come in there and be like, dude, I'm glad I went today. You made me feel so much better. And then, you know, I don't ever want to, to if they're coming in in a, in a foul mood or if they're struggling with something outside of the gym, I don't, I don't ever want to enhance that. You know, I always want them just to leave feeling better. And I think we're, we're crushing it in there on that. I mean, we're just full of energy in there. The members are feeling it. Even the staff, the coaches, like I feel like their energy is a lot different now. And um, yeah, it's just been a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So it comes natural for you to be this way, but why are you always positive? Why are you always so happy? Why you have shitty days, you have stress, you have things on your mind. How do you do it? Like what, what happens to you when you walk in there? 
you, I watched you coach for seven years and it was like the same day every day. Like, but that has to be intentional. You have to think about that. You don't just, so what's your mindset on that? Uh, I mean, I just leave that shit at the door. You know, I mean, we all have bad days and I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I have, I wake up sometimes in the morning and I'm just like, I'm not feeling it or, you know, something might be happening in real estate that it's stressing me out, but you know, you got to leave it outside and you got to just put on the show. You know, you got to just be that, the uplifting spirit that everybody needs coming into that place, uh, regardless if it's a member or if it's another, another coach or somebody doing the front desk, you know, you need to be that, that role model for them. So then I look at like where you came from. I look at the, your upbringing and your hardships. And I look at your traveling all around and moving, living in a tent, not living on a park bench. And then I see this woman who shows up and has this mindset of positivity and putting other people before herself and showing up for them and being best part of their day. Like, how do you do that? Like, how do you not harp on your past and how do you focus on all this other stuff? Cause a lot of other people struggle with that. And so how does it come that you're able to, I don't, I think maybe just over time, like I've just built this like hard exterior shell. I just let a lot more stuff just kind of bounce off me now and just don't, don't sweat on the little things in life. You know, just, it could be so much worse. And I think that's a huge part of why I am the way I am is I, I know I look in the past and I'm like, God, Jen, you've been through so much worse. Like you're going to really just let this little thing right here just ruin your whole day. Like just brush it off and, and move on from it. So I think that's, yeah, I think I've just, I've just mentally just grown a lot stronger over these years. And it's really hard to bring me down and to let like that little, that little shit just bother you. That makes total sense. Now, <laughs> You told me a story this morning. So you said some days you wake up and you're just not feeling it. And you work out right next door at EOS. And today, I believe you didn't work out because you said you had cramps. You stayed at home. <laughs> I did. And then you also said that Natalie came after her workout, came home and she, what did she do? Well, actually, this is before she left. Oh, before she left. Yes. And she gave me a Midol. Oh, that was Give me a heating pad. Oh, my God. And then there's like this doTERRA oils that are supposed to be magical workers for your ovaries <laughs> and applied it to my lower abdomen area. Oh, my God. And I, she tucked me back in and I went to sleep. <laughs> and Natalie's right alongside us. Natalie, that was so sweet. You are. She's a good girl. She is she always, something. She puts me first for sure. <laughs> Oh, Jen, you deserve it. You I, you deserve know, I think, that. I you think know? so too. Uh, Natalie, <laughs> Natalie, you're sweet. And you know, that's awesome. Jen, is there, um, do you have any favorite books or favorite quotes or favorite movies or anything that like really like stuck with you throughout life that like you, that made an impact on you? Anything that you could think about? Actually, yeah, I have a quote tattooed on my uh, oh, do. On my arm. Yeah, and it's uh, something I really love to just live by, and it's don't dream your life, live your dream. Oh. And um, I noticed, well, I as a child, I'd always just envision, like, these just goals. You know, I wanted to be an actress, and I wanted to be a singer, and I'd always envision my life being something, you know? So don't dream it. Just go out there and do it and, and live it. And I've always dreamt of going to Hawaii, and now, you know, I'm actually able to to go to Hawaii once a year, and it's such a cool such a cool thing to do. It's like we were out there in October and we had a condo right on the beach, on the water. And, you know, 15, 20 years ago, I never would have imagined yeah. uh, being able to do it. It's not my condo, but it was still like a cool yeah. experience, you know, and, and just being in Hawaii and 
going back again this year. So it's just, yeah, you know, you, you have so many days on this earth. So, you know, you got you to gotta just make the most of them. And again, like, don't just, don't sweat the little things in life. You got to just keep pushing through and just keep whatever goal it is that you have. Just keep that in your mind and, and just keep aiming for it every day because you'll get there. Just keep chiseling at it every single day. Oh, you're, you're a special girl. <laughs> you're just so special. Do you, what's your favorite movie? I got to go with Ace Ventura, oh, Nature Calls. It's got to nice. be the second one, though. The second one. Yeah. I mean, the first one was good, too, but that second yeah. one, I don't know. There's just so many one-liners in there. <laughs> uh, is, what's a one-liner that you like from that movie? Do you think of one right off the bat? Excuse me. Your balls are showing. <laughs> Bumblebee tuna. <laughs> yes. Love that one. Um, dude, um, what shows are you watching right now? Mom. Oh, and cool. and uh, Prison Break. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Nat's got me into Prison Break right now, but Mom is something I go to bed to every night. I don't, I've seen every episode <laughs> a thousand times. It's funny every single time you watch it. I cannot get tired of that show. But Prison Break, it's it's a very good show. Right. We're, we're working through that. All right, I'm going to tell you about Beef. Did you watch Beef yet? No, but I saw your, your post. I just posted. <laughs> you got to watch Beef. I'm okay. telling you. Ellie Wong, she's so good. And she, you ever seen her stand up? I have not. She's super dirty. Like this oh, okay. little Asian girl, and she is so dirty. And like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but she's a great actress too she came out of nowhere and um dude the show is so unique and i was like what is happening and like episode eight it turned into like a thriller out of nowhere i'm like did they just have like a board and they just switch <laughs> genres it's only got 10 episodes but anyway oh, okay. highly recommended okay. everyone listening all thousands of you listening highly recommended all right so i think that's good for today jen i think i wanted cool. to come i wanted to come in I wanted to go for your story. Just, I wanted people to know about you and I wanted them to know where you came from and, and just who you are and then to see who you are today. And I just want to tell you like, oh yeah, this is my time to talk you up a little more. I want to tell you, you are so amazing and you're running the studio and you're, you're just, it's just as an owner myself and someone founded Fit in 42 next level back. 2006, you really like, it is so hard to find people that think like, you know, you wanted to like, you always think I could do it the best. I'm no one else could do it like me, but you want to find people that think like you think and in a meaning customer service. That's what I'm saying. And to watch you and watch how you just took Palm desert and now you're just running with it. And like customer service is everything. And it is something that comes I'm not sure if it comes natural to you. You make it look natural. You make it look like that's just the way it's doing. Like sending out those birthday cards, sending out these flowers to people, making sure we're getting this, making sure we're recognizing these people. Like it's, and so I get to sit back and watch you run with this studio. And it's like so rewarding to see you do things like it's your very own. And it's just, I'm just so proud of you. And you're, 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 and you're just so good. And you're just, you're the perfect person to run that studio. And I hate that Ryan had the idea because I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm indebted to Ryan with this idea. Like I could do anything. He'd be like, hey, remember that idea for Jen? I feel like I would like, I own Ryan. Anyway. If you want to take credit for Nat, I'll give it to you. Oh, I'm getting credit for Nat. I mean, it was my idea, but I'll give it to you. (laughs) But I'm just saying like, uh, you're just so great. And and you're an amazing coach, amazing leader. And you got all these, and and, and you deserve all the success. Well, thank you. deserve all the success that you're having in life and i what i wanted people to see is like they see this 
that they see the aftermath, they see the, the you at this stage of the game, like, oh, Jen, but like, I want them to know that shit wasn't always easy. Like this girl had to go through such hard times to get to where she is. And, and anyone else going through hard times or anyone else has situations, they can be like, oh, I can relate to Jen or and like, and like, and so I needed people to just know just that aspect about you, you know? Thank you. Thanks for uh, having me today. And uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it for today, guys. So thanks for everyone for listening. Jen, oh, Jen, do you have anything else you want to say to the Fit and 42 universe out there? It's, whatever is on your mind, talk to them right now before we leave. About? Uh, well, anything. no, I just, uh, I mean, take my experience. I know, um, you know, I hear some of the members' struggles when they come in. And I know a, a, a huge battle with a lot of our members is not always physical you know it's it's something deeper than that it's more mental or you know something that they're going through and they might not see the light at the end of that tunnel but just just keep fighting just keep pushing through because I promise you like there's gonna be a light you're gonna get through it and you're gonna come out even stronger and that's I mean honestly I look back at what I went through and I have no regrets I'm glad it happened to me because I might be a big old pussy right now you know I may not be able to to deal with a lot of the stuff that I deal with and and for me I'm, I'm thankful that I went through it and uh, I mean, it sucked at the time, but I feel like it made me who I am today. And, and and the same can go for you. Whatever you're going through, just know like you're going to come out that much stronger. And yeah, just be proud of yourself. <laughs> that was magical. Guys, we'll talk <laughs> next week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Later. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Fit and 42 Life. We would love if you could share this episode with someone in your life who could benefit from the show. Take care and keep living the Fit and 42 life.